This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Homeland Security advisors are calling for technology investments that support remote work. A congressional investigation continues into potential COVID-19 record-keeping violations at NIH. And the IRS is in search of accountants for high-paying jobs to ferret out tax cheats. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, September 18th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Do you want to go after wealthy tax cheats? Well, the IRS has a job for you. The agency is hiring 3,700 internal revenue agents across the country. It's a mid-career position that pays about $125,000 a year. The IRS says total compensation is closer to $175,000 a year, once you include federal employee benefits like child care, paid parental leave, and student loan repayment. The IRS is looking for experienced accountants with a deep knowledge of complicated tax compliance issues. They'll be trained to audit large corporations and complex partnerships. The Department of Homeland Security gets some new suggestions for supporting its workforce. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Homeland Security Advisors are urging DHS to support remote work technologies. The Homeland Security Advisory Council finalized a new report on DHS workforce challenges and recommendations last week. The council says DHS's post-pandemic shift to telework helped it compete with the private sector for talent. It also suggests DHS think through how its workforce can harness new technologies like generative artificial intelligence. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. Career federal employees will soon have a little more protection against the possible rise of Schedule F. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains why. The Office of Personnel Management is trying to reinforce worker protections for non-political feds. Under a new proposed rule, federal employees would see more transparency and an appeals process in the case that their agency tries to reclassify their job. An executive order from the Trump administration sought to reclassify about 50,000 feds to make them easier to fire. Although that order is now revoked, OPM's new reinforcements come in response to rising concerns over a possible return of Schedule F. Several Republican presidential candidates have said they'll remove many career civil servants from their jobs if they're elected. The Biden administration's new proposal is hedging against that possibility in the future. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The first step to update key technology modernization legislation is slated to happen this week. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Congresswoman Nancy Mace is expected to introduce her update to the Modernizing Government Technology Act this week with a markup of her new bill slated for Wednesday. Federal News Network has also learned the bill will likely include the extension of the Technology Modernization Fund Board to 2030 instead of it expiring in 2025. The legislation is also expected to include a requirement that the board collect fees from agencies as a way to sustain the fund. A third provision would require agencies to submit an annual IT systems inventory and for OMB to prioritize a list of systems in need of modernization. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Postal employees are still waiting on missing or incomplete paychecks. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. 
More than half a dozen rural letter carriers across the U.S. tell Federal News Network they received an incomplete paycheck for the second period in a row or are still waiting on their September 1st paycheck. USPS payroll errors are impacting more than 50,000 rural carriers, most of them part-time, non-career employees. The National Rural Letter Carriers Association says it's one of the biggest glitches it's seen in recent history. The union says the ongoing pay issues are sporadic, not system-wide, for its members. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Lauren Knausenberger, the former chief information officer of the Air Force, has a new job. She joined SAIC as an executive vice president. The company announced Knausenberger will have a dual role. She'll lead the company's innovation strategy across all of its portfolios, ensuring its capabilities are mission-relevant, agile, and aligned with customer needs. And Knausenberger will lead SAIC's corporate strategy function. She left the Air Force in June after six years, with the last nearly three years as its CIO. The Air Force named Venus Goodwine as its new CIO in August. The investigation continues into potential COVID-19 record-keeping violations by the National Institutes of Health. Congressman Brad Winstrup, chairman of the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, wants answers from the agency. His committee is questioning whether senior scientific advisor David Morins used his personal emails for government business and illegally destroyed documents and records pertaining to the federal response to the pandemic. In June, the committee, through the National Archives and Records Administration, requested documents from Marins. Last month, NIH reported it found no wrongdoing. The Senior Executives Association is recognizing three agency officials with awards for excellence in federal leadership. Jennifer Ellison at the Transportation Security Administration has earned SEA's title of Professional of the Year. Abby Snow at the Department of Veterans Affairs has been awarded the Professional Lifetime Achievement Award. And taking home the award for Spirit of Excellence in Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Accessibility is Marianne Safranco at the National Institutes of Health. SEA's 2023 winners are the second-ever cohort that the organization has recognized. SEA represents the interest of more than 10,000 career federal executives. A federal panel, the Cybersecurity Advisory Committee, says there's a genuine need for a national cybersecurity alert system and that the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency could run the system. In a new report, the panel suggests CISA's forthcoming cyber incident reporting rules could help CISA build out the alert system and could use it to warn organizations to prepare for specific cyber threats that could hit their networks. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, September 18, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.